feast and famine. Welcome to Feast and Famine, where we ask and discuss what season are you in? Let's get right down to it. I, I can't even front on this topic right now, all right, because we've all done it. Falling into temptation. Okay, falling into temptation. Continuing the theme of taking biblical characters and the lessons they learned and applying them to our modern lives today. One topic I want to discuss is sex. Pause. Relax. Not just the physical act itself, but the temptations we encounter that leads ultimately to the physical encounter and the potential and unknown consequences that are a result of giving into our temptations. Several biblical characters immediately come to mind, but let's start with a king, King David, one who Jesus called a man after his own heart. More on that later. For now, let's catch up with King David in 2 Samuel 11, where he succumbs, pause, gives in to his sexual temptation. Watch how this one decision escalates, resulting in multiple consequences. 2 Samuel 11, verse 1. I broke my Bible. In the spring, at the time when kings go off to war, David sent Joab out with the king's men and the whole Israelite family. They destroyed the Ammonites and besieged Rabbah, but David remained in Jerusalem. Let's stop there. David was chilling, bored at home, uh, when he should have been focused working on his purpose. Should have been out to war. Um, Proverbs says, Proverbs 16, 27 through 29 says, idle hands are the devil's workshop. Let's see what the devil is about to do with those hands. Let's pick up in verse 2 through 5. One evening, David got up from his bed and walked around on the roof of the palace. From the roof, he saw a woman bathing. The woman was very beautiful, and David sent someone to find out about her. The man said, She is Bathsheba, the daughter of Eliam, and the wife of Uriah the Hittite. Then David sent messengers to get her. She came up to him, and he slept with her. Now she was purifying herself from her monthly uncleanliness. Then she went back home. The woman conceived and sent word to David, saying, I am pregnant. <laughs> Give him the buzzer. <laughs> to see it David went from yawning to Giannis the Greek freak by putting in MVP performance chasing a trophy and all it took was a few bucks for him to take that PYT to cream city <laughs> respectfully see see I'm, I'm actually in Milwaukee this week where the Bucks did just win their first championship in 50 years um, NBA championship in 50 years Giannis actually did went off for a 50 piece dropping 50 points on the Suns. Uh, similarly, I guess King David <laughs> dropped 50 strokes on some buns. All right, look, I need to stop. I, 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 give me, okay, give me the buzzer coach. <laughs> I can't be out here freestyling like that. That is not what we are going to do over here on this channel, Feast and Famine. Okay, back on track, verse 6 where hilarity ensues as David's effort to cover up his uh, transgressions uh, start escalating quickly. So, David sent this word to Joab. Send me Uriah the Hittite, and Joab sent him to David. When Uriah came to him, David asked him how Joab was, how the soldiers were, and how the war was going. Then David said to Uriah, go down to your house and wash your feet. 
So Uriah left the palace, and a gift from the king was sent after him. But Uriah slept at the entrance to the palace with all his master's servants and did not go down to his house. David was told Uriah did not go home. So we asked Uriah, haven't you just come from the military campaign? Why didn't you go home? Uriah said to David, the ark and Israel and Judah are staying in tents, and my commander Joab and my lord's men are camped in the open country. How could I go to my house to eat and drink and make love to my wife? As surely as I live, I will not do such a thing. Then David said to him, Stay here one more day, and tomorrow I will send you back. So Uriah, Uriah remained in Jerusalem that day and the next. At David's invitation, he ate and drank with him, and David made him drunk. But in the evening, Uriah went out to sleep on his mat among his master's servants. He did not go home. In the morning, David wrote a letter to Joab and sent it with Uriah. In it, he wrote, Put Uriah out in front where the fighting is fiercest. Then withdraw from him, so he will be struck down and die. So while Joab had the city under siege, he put Uriah at a place where he knew the strongest defenders were. When the men of the city came out and fought against Joab, some of the men in David's army fell. Moreover, Uriah the Hittite died. You can't make this up. Again, David went from clapping cheeks to having his homie clapped. consequences for his actions, including but not limited to the child uh, he and Bathsheba had conceived dying uh, at a young age as, as a baby. Um, so uh, they would go on, Bathsheba and David would go on to get married uh, and have another child, Solomon, who actually ended up being the, the wisest man on earth who wrote Proverbs. And uh, actually he does uh, talk about uh, some some thoughties uh, and some adulterous women like his mother in uh, Proverbs, I believe, uh, 6 and 7. Uh, check those out. Uh, he was also Solomon. Uh, I'm going to do an episode on him. Quite the little hornball himself. You get a chance to read Song of Songs, where he talks about caressing uh, young breastesis. <laughs> yeah, he's just like his daddy. <laughs> Pause. All right, you know what? I, I'm out of pocket right now. It is getting late, so I'm just going to wrap up. So what's the message? Okay. Stay on your purpose. The devil knows your flavor. So when you see something that's too good to be true, it probably is. Okay. So the next time you're in a situation where you see something that looks delightful, looking down from a rooftop during sunset, had a, got a couple drinks. All right. And you want to send your friend or you yourself want to go over and see what she's working with. Pause. Okay. Ask yourself. I need to kill somebody if I have to yeah okay look God's gonna always provide you an escape check out 1 Corinthians uh, 10 13 so even when you feel like oh man I had no choice okay you're gonna have a choice there'll be a moment of clarity where you'll be like I can't do this okay so make that decision and at the end of it all ask yourself what season are you in feast and famine peace God bless Feast and famine. Which season are you in? Like, comment, subscribe. Feast and famine.